So it was Saturday morning and just throw it out there. That's like my favorite part of the week. Saturday morning. That's a highlight for me. So nevertheless, I'm just outside minding my own business, goddammit. Then out of nowhere, I guess, you know, since we got these local elections coming up, statewide elections, some candidate foot soldiers pull up on me. So I had to stop what I was doing to entertain them. So boom, they get out my hair. Then about 20 minutes later, the goddamn Jehovah's Witnesses pull up on me six deep and I was minding my business and they might not liked how I was doing what I was doing, but nevertheless, you pull up on my doorstep. That shit got awkward, y'all. Mad awkward, like awkward, awkward, awkward. So this just brings me to my next point. After all that, I got to thinking, bro. And uh, I'm not pulling up to nobody's house unannounced, bro. That's a bit much. Especially since it's 2019, fuck. When you're trying to go to your homie house and you pull up and you uh, ain't telling him you was on your way, but he knew you was coming, that could cause a bit kerfuffle and shit could get weird. But nevertheless, between people just being ready for the apocalypse, the second coming of I don't know who, but they got them guns, you know, they ready to use it. Not to mention the other people always think some wicked shit about to happen to them, so they always on edge. And then the third, the biggest factor, man, I'm scared of dogs, bro. I don't personally fuck with them. So that's the biggest reason why I'm not pulling up to nobody's house unannounced, bro. I say, whoa, welcome to the Best Friend Weekend Podcast. It's your man, Aldo Nice. It's your boy, Raj Move. Well, it's your boy, Los, a.k.a. C.A.P. Hey, bro. Hello? What up, Los? You up? Man, what's happening? Yeah, I'm up. What's good? <laughs> I mean, you answered the phone, so you must be up. Hey, we got a problem, big dog. What's in, dog? You got a flat tire somewhere? <laughs> no, listen. So we, like, I'm trying to laugh about it, but Raj, the first like 12 minutes of his audio for the podcast this week, he it just uh, it just it just didn't come through. Hey, maybe it's late. Like maybe because it's like an hour behind. You just gotta give another hour. Because, that's that's not how this works. It's not because he in a different time zone. Don't make that. No, that's not a thing. You sure? I'm pretty. But why sure. he now? Why he now on the phone? Why? <laughs> it's a good question. I just called him. He didn't answer the phone. I think he got company in town. But you know how rides do, man. Listen, we that's we, that's that's on brand. That's definitely on brand. <laughs> we gotta make sure we still put out a product. Listen, people gonna be waiting yeah. for the podcast in like the next. What six hours? It's like yeah, it's, for sure. It's about to be Friday. People gonna be Shit. like, "Where the podcast at? We got to do something." So, okay. I, I don't, I don't know what we should do, but this is what I'm thinking. Listen, what you got? So, a lot of people been hitting us up about the in my humble opinion thing we did with uh, just Devon and Carlton Banks. Oh um, yeah, yeah, in the real studio. Yeah, the real in the real studio, and they said that um, they really don't like need Roger anyway. I mean, I think we need Raj. You know, I, I mean, think so too. I, I think, think so too, but a lot addition. of people a lot of people say we don't. So I mean, so ah. this is what I'm thinking we're gonna do. The first like 15, 10 minutes, whenever 
that Raj was actually speaking that we don't have audio, I'm just going to like mm-hmm. cut it to where it sounds like just me and you talking. So it might sound a little crazy. So people listening might sound Maybe a little... Right, man. It, I mean, but I, mean, I, I think know, I'm... I mean, I'm a nice... Eat, I'm an executive producer. You say, feel me? I, I was just about to say you do this, Tyler Perry. I am, I'm like Diddy. I'm so a relax. mix between Diddy, Tyler Perry. Ty- you heard me? And uh, the dude that owed Dame a million dollars. <laughs> and, red, and red off of and red from the five heartbeats, right? Yeah, yeah. My yeah, office I hours. All between. <laughs> so that's that's okay. What, that's what right. I'm gonna do. So everything, even when they they say, "Hey, this your man, Raj Move." That's not even. Real. I'm gonna pull that from an old podcast. I'm gonna put it in cool. there. I'm showing off my editing skills. That's what we can. Make oh, this. so you about you about you about to take a sample? So you about to Kanye West this thing? Listen. When I tell okay. you, you ain't wrong when you're right, Lowe. <laughs> okay, okay. I don't know what we're going to do about okay. the NFL segment because it's a little known fact that we record that at the beginning, so that's missing. So maybe you and just send me the NFL. Oh. We'll fix that, man. We'll find somebody to do that, to drop in and get that done. All right, cool, cool. Well, you go back to yeah. sleep, man, and look, we'll, yeah, we'll get the people what they want, man. For we sure. all we all gotta get up in the morning, man. We all hey, got a man, real we, job. We working, working, man. Let's do it. <laughs> all right, I'll let you One monkey don't stop, no show. Yeah. <laughs> I say, whoa! Welcome to the Best Friend Weekend Podcast. It's your man Aldo. Nice. It's your boy Raj Move. Wow, it's your boy Los aka CAP. Hey, bro. <laughs> you're hey, not bro. wrong. You're right. He just put he put a lot of he put a lot of a lot of um a lot of a lot of factors in a lot of things in there, man. On a Saturday morning, I guess Rome yes, would like to did. be outside the crib on Saturday morning. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Well, I, we know we 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 know exactly what you're doing outside the morning in the crib. But hey, well, I used to have a job where I worked um, Saturdays as well, so I never really could enjoy my Saturday mornings, and I hated it. Yeah, I like really like to wake up in the morning on Saturday and open all the blinds and just be sitting on my sofa watching TV with all the blinds open. So I don't really go Without outside in your house. I mean, True. I live in a neighborhood where they walk down the street and solicit. Those are the biggest effects right there. Rumble said, uh, the foot soldiers out here. All I could keep thinking about is like the Ninja Turtles. Like <laughs> when he said the foot soldiers <laughs> for the candidates, man. I don't know, man. Congressman Tate trying to win in his neighborhood, Los. Trying to trying to get that election, bro. You never know what Congressman Tate might pop up at, bro. <laughs> I thought Bumper Johnson had the Muslims out there walking in first, handing out that final call in them bean pies. We see foot soldier, him and uh Malcolm X Junior Junior. Bruh. I mean, but Ain't more than anything, what, what Rumble said, I think the thing that resonated the most that was like, oh, this boy, he's speaking some 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 facts here. Is that you're not pulling up on nobody's house unannounced? I mean, we could go back to the no. to the to the great Andre three thousand when he said, uh, "I call before I come. I won't yeah. just pop up over at the blue." You know, you feel what I'm saying? <laughs> um, this it's, it's a rule of thumb. You don't just pull up to somebody's house unannounced. I think we passed the age where we do that, and it's even more whack when you don't know that person and just pull up to the house. <laughs> I, 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 I'm like him. I would be nervous just to be put up somebody's house. To, I remember um, for my job, they had, had us to go in the community and go knock on doors and try to get people more involved or whatever. And I was like, hey, man, it's Saturday morning, like 9 o'clock. I'm uncomfortable doing this. Mm-hmm. So they put us in groups, and I had the other people knock, and I just stood back. And I remember the one door I did knock on, it was a trap house. Mm-hmm. And one, one of the stu- a person, a student that me and you both had was in the trap house. 
Oh yeah, I mean, <laughs> I've had to do that that same thing. We had to get on a school yeah. bus at the whole like yes. faculty, so and they brought us over there and dropped us so off and had us. So uncomfortable, though. Yeah, man, going knocking on doors. I mean, I feel like from a standpoint of being the person getting my door knocked on, if my door gets knocked on, I'm expecting it to be like one of probably about three to five different people. It's either mm-hmm. somebody trying to cut my grass um, mm-hmm. or like like Rumble said a little, somebody trying to run some election, somebody telling me that, look, they could get my energy for cheap. You could get your energy for cheaper if you sign up with mine. Yeah. Um, a Jehovah's Witness daddy, or Uber Eats. Like that's really the yeah. only people who need to be knocking on my door. So if it's if I'm not expecting yeah. Uber Eats, and is my grass not long, I'm just like I, a lot of times I don't, I don't get, get up. up. <laughs> like no, I don't even get up. <laughs> no. Get up. <laughs> you don't want anything. My, you knock on my door. And nobody. I, I first thing I do my hand was my knock on my door. I would check my phone. <laughs> I'm like, oh, ain't nobody call me. Oh, I ain't getting up for that. I don't even care who it is. Oh shit, that is funny. <laughs> I mean. You talk about these days now, people actually like used to show up to people's house. You know what I'm saying? Like people used yeah. to just pop up at people's yeah. houses and ring the doorbell, see if you was home. <laughs> oh, you just start in the neighborhood. Yeah, we have, we have cell phone. Yeah, that don't happen facts. no more. You know, now, yeah, but like, I got that cell really phone. don't happen no more. Yeah, you got a call. Well, ain't gonna lie, my parents' house at home, uh, old people still do that. You be, I be in there chilling. And it'd be a random ding dong at, mm-hmm. at nine thirty six in the morning on, on Saturday. It'd be Miss Williams. <laughs> so, oh hey baby, we was on this side. We're just trying to say hey, were your mama here? No ma'am. It's always a phone call. You could have said that whole little three dollars, two dollars and fifty cents worth of gas, but and she barged in. I had to talk to her for fifteen minutes about nothing. But I guess the difference between that is, is that Miss Williams is not coming to my house. Like mm. she going to my mom and them house. So like I don't have to deal with it. Rumble probably don't have to deal with it neither. And and maybe Los Miss Williams was going to your house on the coop. Mm. <laughs> I was at home. You you know? I was in Louisiana. See my mom and them house looking for my mom. Miss Williams got a call. <laughs> <laughs> she not a find me. I mean, but when, uh, yeah, when they come knock on the door, that's it. Shout out Miss Williams. I'm the boy <laughs> yeah. When um when when people come knock on your door, it's a different type of it's a different different feels, man, because you don't really expect it, man. Um, and one time, man, this podcast brought to you by Brody because when he said that thing about um about dogs, Brody posted a picture earlier this week of a big um Tahitian mastiff. And I was like, "Oh my God, that's that thing is the that, biggest." That dog. What you said? The one that was on the tree. The one that was on the tree. That was a real dog. No. Man, that dog looked like a lion. Man, ain't no way that's a real dog, bro. That was a real dog, man. I had to look it up my damn self. I'm scared thinking about that. Dog. <laughs> who, why would you? Who, who want one? That looked like a gentle dog. That looked like a dog that a savior. But that dog was. No, but yeah. that dog in the in the video was. Yeah. But it was barking in Russian. So. Yes. <laughs> it was either Russian nah, or Tahitian, cool. but either way, it was like, it was a little scary. Like, I don't need no dog with all that extra fur. I feel like something wrong with him, cutting. That's all I'm saying. Oh, a dog that big. Lord. <laughs> Some people like dogs that big, man. Some people, you know, that, that's, that, that's how they roll, man. Look, um, Rumble, killing it per usual. But let me tell y'all a little bit about what burned my Buddha this week. Man, the first thing that burned my Buddha this week, I want to take y'all back, man. Take you back, 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 back. I remember a time when I'm old enough to recall this. When it was live to be at somebody's house. And you turn the channel to like channel 1 or 2 or 99, whatever the channel was. 
and it scrolled and it told you everything that was on TV. Oh yeah. I mean, do y'all kind of obviously the, the feel TV, it. the TV guy channel, TV guy daddy, TV guy channel. Um, well, what burns my boot as any TV that still require um, relies on that technology and doesn't have a guide button, any setup that don't have a guide button burns my boot out. Hmm. That boy been in the hotel. I have been in a lot of hotels, man. Like for work, I travel a lot, and that is the number one thing that bothers me. When I pull my phone out, <laughs> cutting. Oh, look, look, oh, look at you, man. You think I'm a big hotel freak that I had to <laughs> 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 No, but yeah. When I'm when I I mean if but look, let's just be honest. If somebody was really being a big hotel freak, just hopping in their hotel, wh- why do I even care what the what the TV guy? I'm about to say no. Nah, listen, no, they had, they had no to switch on the back of the TV and go to the other channels. Yeah, man. I, boy, I, I wouldn't be worried about that if that was the play. No, I'm just sitting in a hotel. Out of, that Let bothers me. me. I, but I've I, seen it in I people's house, too. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I want to know why, why that. Okay, so I feel you. I feel you that TV, like your TV setup should have a guide. Mm-hmm. No doubt. Like it's 2019, you should have a guide. But um, so at home, Louisiana, we had direct TV, very reliant on the guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and to be honest with you, I had it for so long that I knew the channels that I liked by now. Gotcha. Like I could tell you, ESPN was 206, Nickelodeon yeah. was like 299 or something like that, TNT 345. Anyway, um, porn, uh, Playboy now, channel was three. What, go ahead, no, mind. Eight, nine, I don't know. Playboy seven, channel. Six, was, I, I could probably guess and, and get it close. Like Playboy channel was probably like in the 700s, six, seven hundred, something like that. One of them, yeah. So, um, so now living out here, it's very Xfinity Comcast centric. Voice remote is kind of what everybody goes towards. Mm-hmm. So, like nobody really even uses the guide anymore. And I know people in Louisiana that got Cox. That got that service. They just use the voice remote and just say ESPN <laughs> well, when they want to go to ESPN. I, Don't I, think, I think you, you. I think you're missing my point a bit. My point is not that you don't know what channel it is because even in the hotel they got the little paper that tell you these are the channels. My point is I want to know you what's know on what TV. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and in that and, and I feel you. I feel you. Can you say? That, can you look at your voice words. remote and say, "Hey, whoa, what's on ESPN"? And then you can just say ESPN is going to go to ESPN. I know, but I don't want to go. I want to know what's on there. Yeah. Sure. I feel you. Let me let me tell you what burns my brain on that same thing. When they got why 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 they got to have a high definition counterpart for every channel. So this this past weekend I was on an unfamiliar TV and I got so frustrated cuz I didn't know the channels. So I just watched the game in standard definition because I didn't feel like looking for what the high definition counterpart was. Yes, indeed. That burns right? my boot That had to hurt. Standard definition. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't terrible, but I didn't want to do that. Like, I wanted to watch the game in, you know, 1080p, but I had to watch it in standard definition because I was just, because of my laziness, one, because I didn't want to go look and seek out the high definition. You probably just had to put a one it's in always front like of in that. The eight. You probably just had to put a one or in front 12, of that. One, one, no. Two. No, that's not oh. that's not exactly how okay. it works with okay. every uh, with every TV okay. lineup. Sometimes it's like oh. you know channel two three four five is going to be like channel seven hundred two. Well, they're three, stupid. Seven hundred two, seven hundred three, seven hundred four, oh, okay. and seven hundred five. Got you. They, uh, that's laziness. That's when you I should. Like I would have figured you it out. You should have utilized the voice remote on that one. <laughs> right. HD voice remote is for HD um, Fox. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> something. I'm just. I'm just 
just trying to um just trying to just trying to assist, man. But um yeah, that that just know that I work in that industry and I got I I couldn't figure it out. And you said Direct TV at home and like that's what we had. You might have had. We definitely had um, Time Warner, I think it was, and then it was Cox. I think it was Time Warner mm-hmm. first. Um, that was it. Yeah, Time Warner but, too. But I like I don't remember that. having a TV guide button on a remote when I was in high school. Like. I don't remember oh, that. You had to watch. You had to watch. You had to watch that little that little show. The TV you had to watch guy channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah no doubt. You had to watch the. Yeah, you had to watch the channel. In fact, I used to leave my my I, one. I always had a, I always had a liking for infomercials. Mm-hmm. So you know there was infomercials. And my favorite thing about infomercials is, but wait, call within the next five <laughs> minutes and we'll get, send you two water hoses. <laughs> so. Um, I always like. I don't mind that. You know, I like watching infomercials just to know what what's mm-hmm. out there. But I used to like to watch it for the time. It always had the time on it, so I could always poke my head up. Okay, at seven thirty-five, I was gonna wake up at seven forty. I'm gonna stay in the bed for five more minutes. You know what I'm saying? That makes sense. Uh, Los, did you remember the number for time and temperature in Shreveport? The number, the channel? No, I meant a number. Like no, the phone number. Oh no, no, no! I ain't do that. Yeah, never had. I think it was four one one. What was what was what was the usage for time and temperature for you, Raj? I may have called time and temperature in my lifetime twice. Mm-hmm. Twice. And so probably one of, one of them times, one the first time I was instructed to. Okay. <laughs> and the second time, it was one of them, God damn, it's cold outside. I don't know how to figure out what the temperature is. Let me call time and temperature. That's interesting because- I think the number is 411. I know for a fact both of y'all had, um, or at least you, Raj, I think those two, y'all both had the um, your own personal lines at home? Yeah. So something like that. I had an internet line. Yeah, but I used it. So the thing, the thing that I um that I, I might have even said this story on the podcast years ago, but no, it's a real thing that I used to call time and temperature when I'd be expecting a call, like late at night. It's like eleven thirty <laughs> p.m. and I don't want my phone to ring at eleven thirty p.m. So I would call time and temperature and just be on that thing waiting for the line to to beep in so I could <laughs> go over. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, so I knew the time and temperature shit. number at a time. I don't remember what the number is now, but I did know it at a time to get a little yeah. um, late night freaky little calls in the B. You heard me? Huh. Hey, Ellie. <laughs> <laughs> well, so y'all, my my phone was in my room. No, mine was too. Which my well, my and they wouldn't have heard it. Well, I used to turn the ringer down. I never, I never. I guess that's very creative, like super creative. That thing not even gonna hit the call ID box. But it's your phone oh. on your line, is what I'm saying. I, My mama I phone would have wrong I, at her bed. <laughs> yeah. That's bad. I feel what you're saying is I'm saying it like like it didn't even hit the call oh, ID box yet. Like I was, we had like a dual call ID box, and they'll show line one and line mm. two. But like we had one phone, and it was in my room, um, you know, for the second line. In fact, it was it wasn't in my room. The card we had a cardless, mm. so I used to take the cardless in the room. Yeah. Um, but I used to just put the ring on low if I wanted something to call me late at night. It wasn't. Damn, that was that's fire. That you call this phone in my room. That's dumb as hell. But I hear one. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got time for neither one of y'all, man. Look, let me tell y'all another thing that burned my booty. I'm gonna keep this one real short and sweet. The neck cuff at the barbershop. Listen, bro. When they come with the white daddy, the little tape, the little white paper on your neck, I'm okay with it. But then when he come and he double it down with the button, I feel like that thing be a little too tight on my neck, cutting. And I, I've been all the time. I've been thinking that for ages. I heard somebody say it recently, and I was like, you know what? Me too. I definitely 
Yes, that burns my booty. It should have been said. Like barbers <laughs> out there, barbers out there for all my barbers out there. Tiki I mean, barber, podcast, Rondé barber, <laughs> Peyton barber. I, I'm saying the for all my barbers out there that listen to the podcast, and I know they got some. I know they got a bunch. Man, y'all need to just just stay cognizant that that shit hurts, and for half and for most of the time when I'm getting my hair cut, I can't breathe, and it's mm. it's almost like it's almost like um eerily, for me at least call it what you will eerily like uh pl- pleasing for when they take it off <laughs> oh yeah when they take it off it's like oh yeah when they start choking you be like Ooh. as if i'm not paying to have that thing on my neck like yeah. I, you know what from now on shout out to all my barbers but i'm loosening it what is the time. purpose of the white daddy though so it, the head don't go on your neck i'm straight it's, i can have so, that hair on my neck and so, no, and so, you, you know, he put the smock over there too, and he put the, the smock on the last button. Well, you don't want, you don't want that neck. smock raw dog on your neck, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. That part of it too. That's part. Oh, of it. Okay, I guess that makes sense. Niggas' necks That's be this, niggas' necks. I don't. You, you seen boys with them bump necks, it, hot dog necks, yeah. keloids, keloid necks. Yeah. Oh no, you don't want to have that crunching much, huh? Yeah, I can't put my neck. I can't put my neck nowhere else. Some people neck bend, so I get that part. <laughs> but you ain't gotta. You ain't got to tighten it down on. You ain't got to ratchet it down. But I feel like, Raj, like, we one step away from being, like, some little dominatrix. The way that, like... I don't. <laughs> they be choking them. And then when they let it go, we like, oh. <laughs> what I'm, what I'm geeking out over look. is, you know how, like, sometimes your name, like, your la- like if, let's say, you're, you're in a database and your name, your last name come first? Yeah. I'm just thinking if a nigga name was Lloyd Key and it... Nigga name should be on Lee Key Lloyd. On, uh, <laughs> that's all. That's all. That's all. What? Lloyd Key would have to be from the from the library. Last name Key. Them keys. He wanted them Baltimore. keys. Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Another thing that burned my my boot at my boot at my hood at. The last thing that burned my boot at this week is travel hookahs. People who show up on the scene. <laughs> With a portable hookah daddy, like in a suitcase or in a little package, and they just like, ooh, I got my hookah. And then they pull that thing yeah. out, they start unrolling it, they try to put, put some thing water together. In. Yeah, man. They probably mm-hmm. my boot at, dog. You but always like, find a way to tie this together, and I don't see why that's a, a burning of the boudin. I don't see why it wouldn't be a, a icing or boiling. I would, would, whatever great <laughs> that could happen to your boudin is. But, uh, why? Oh, I'm. You you think that that's live? That's when somebody's a travel hookah. If I want, I don't really fuck with hookah anyway. But if I wanted to, it'd be nice. I think that a travel hookah, Sit. like if and there's a delineation. I want you to really, really, really peep what I'm saying. If somebody has a hookah at their crib, that's fine. You got a a, a hookah at your crib. You pull it out, you smoke hookah at your crib. And nine times out of ten, hookahs at people's cribs don't be fired like a hookah from a little hookeria at a bar when they know what they're doing and they got that pineapple on top of it and then and they got yeah, the coals, the buku yeah. coal, and they know exactly what they're doing. Yeah. People when you smoke hookah at people's house a lot of time, they be getting it a little bit cheaper from a different yeah. distributor. They don't Especially do it all the time every it. day. <laughs> it's I mean, no, I mean you gonna have the same tip, but I mean you gonna have different tips, but Still, it don't be the same. Don't be the same blow. But just all of that to say, when somebody brings a travel hookah, cutting that means they gotta leave their house with a hookah cutting like in their car. 
and they stinking. That's, that's, that's the same as brain liquor too, though. It's not the like, same. Say somebody, as you about to go liquor, man. It's, it's, say, it's say you, you it's pretentious. It's say you about to go watch the it game. It is pretentious and as that shit. Man, and that man want he want to act like he at Prospect Park. And boy, got him. He got the Danny set up. Got the hookah and the little drinks. He cool. Then get him a get him a vape pen that's like the one of them big ones that blow real loud. <laughs> but you don't need to pull out a lamp. <laughs> I, I agree. With, I agree with the pretentiousness of it, but I still think that it could be a benefit in certain situations. Like I know, let's take me for example. I know if I had, if I was to travel hookah hookah guy, I know I'm coming with a fire hookah. Like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna cheap on. I might cheap on the hookah, but I'm not gonna cheap on the hook on the hookah ingredients or like the accessories. So like I, I would, I feel like I could be a benefit if I was that if I took on that role. No. No, if you have no, if you have a traveling hookah, it gotta be fire. You can't, you can't travel with a pool hookah. Well, whatever it and is, I know somebody I do it right. who has a small daddy who they travel with, and that's what they do. But now that's weird. You travel with like a pool Lose. you can put. In it your is pocket. the same. It's not the same as bringing a bottle. It's the same as if I came to your house with a little suitcase and I had a monogram decanter in that bitch, and I opened it up, <laughs> and then I, I opened it up. And then I fucking pulled out some little glasses <laughs> that I drink. had with me, set the little glasses down, then opened a fifth of hen, poured it in the decanter, and then poured it in the glass from the decanter into the glass. That, that's, that's the equivalent. That, it's, 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 that is the fucking nah, that's, same that's thing. Not the, that's, that's no, the that's, that's not the equivalent. Not the that's not the equivalent. You know what? It's not the same it might thing be if you bought your own glasses with your name because on it. Because you probably, you, you, can, you can go and buy hen right now. Mm-hmm. Like I'm saying, you. But and you could, you know, easily enough, you can probably go buy a hookah too. But who Duh. goes and spontaneously <laughs> buys a hookah for to for just quick consumption? That's not the same thing. The person with the hookah want to travel with it. The person with the hookah is the hookah guy for a reason. I don't know any <laughs> Hennessy men, like any Hennessy guy, Hennessy. <laughs> I don't know. Hennessy. Menaces to society. I'm bringing Menace my. Daddies. I'm about to start putting decanters in um in suitcases and bring them places, and then I just want to see how you y'all know what? feel. It, it, listen, we, if we watching the Saints game, I won't say a word. Now, what if you bring? <laughs> I can see if you brought. A, I can see if you brought a decanter of something, some bathtub brew you made on your own. Man, that's fire. That's dope. Do that. What's wrong with that? Hey, I, hey, hey, fellas, I made uh, I made this at the house in the in the tub in the toilet. You didn't make that hookah, though. They didn't make the shit they smoking. I know they did. Stop I know they did. But they but they, but they bring their own party to the to the spot, man. It is a device that carries hookerage. It carries that smoke. <laughs> I would bring a device yes. that carries that drink. It would be the same thing. That's all I'm saying. And y'all would call me super fucking super pretentious. Y'all be like, look at this asshole. With that, like I said, if we're watching the Saints game, I won't say nothing. But where else we gonna smoke the hookah from? Like I could drink the Hennessy from the bottle. Like I could pull the bottle in my glass. You could smoke the hookah, the the tobacco or whatever you're smoking from a a vape pen. You could roll it up. There's a whole bunch of things that you can do. You can't. That's not the same thing as hookah. That's not the same. You can't roll up that way. I get you can't roll it up, but you can smoke it through different things besides the hookah. Stop it. I didn't know that. I'm fine with them bringing a hookah, man. Campfire. Put it on the stove with the water. I put my campfire, dog. Yeah. Well, you didn't know you could light. <laughs> you could light a, a Joe off the off the um, electric stove, but you can't. I knew that. <laughs> you, got, you got to hold it there for a while. It should get hot. <laughs> it turns. It's in essence. It's in essence a cigarette lighter, like from a car. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's just a big. Really, it's really, it's just bigger. 
It's bigger. Hey, man, look, before we get into a couple stories for this week, man, I just wanted to talk about a couple things. First thing, shout out, man, this podcast is brought to you by the In My Humble Opinion podcast. We dropped, um, so you probably, by the oh, time yeah. bow, bow. by the time you see this uh, podcast or listen to this podcast, you'll probably already checked out at least the first part of our interview with um, In My Humble Opinion. So they dropped that today. I'm Probably when I finish recording, I'll put one of these out. We recorded a little early this week, so if any fire stuff happens like between now and Friday, y'all gonna be like, why y'all didn't talk about that? Well, because we recorded early this week, so. That's just a thing. Um, and if you haven't already done it, go check out the interview with In My Humble Opinion podcast that we did. Um, it's going to be on YouTube. It's going to be on a couple of other venues. It's a video presentation. Live. So you'll get to see get to see us over there running it. Get to see um, Los yeah. and Aldo's um, lovely faces. Um, so go ahead on and yeah. do that. Make it their highest rated episode ever because we live it in there. And we told them we live it in there. So... You know, hey, you ain't wrong when you're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. Shout out just Devon and a little and a little brother, Carlton Banks, man. Uh, yeah, he had a whole bunch of names I couldn't remember all of them. Carlton yeah, Banks, he, shout out. He, he said a, my he, guy. He said a bunch, a good guy, like something yeah. like a good guy. I'm yeah. only shouting out yeah. uh, Devon. That's just him. Just Devon. Just him. <laughs> just Devon. Not the other one. That's funny. Um, and the other thing I wanted to say, this ain't no shout out or nothing. It's just an interesting point. Um, I was listening to some music this weekend and Nas came on. It was like, now let's say you owe me something. Y'all remember that song? Nope. Yes, y'all do remember that song. You owe me something by Nas. Like, why wouldn't you remember that song? And if you don't, I'm speaking to the audience because everybody in the audience remembers it. Just not my podcast compadres, if you have. So anyway, on his lyrics for that song, he said, uh... Owe me back like you owe your tax. Owe me back like 40 acres to blacks. Pay me back when you shake it like that. Those are Black Lives Matters meets Back That Ass Up lyrics. And I don't know anyone else who has ever put the struggle in a Bounce That Ass song like Nas did right there. And I just thought about it and I thought it was interesting to share. Owe me back like you owe your tax. He's talking about the government. Owe me back like 40 acres to blacks. Like, really? Mm. For the people. Pay me back when you shake it like that. So. So he went. Yeah. He went Black Lives Matter to Juvie <laughs> to 400 degrees. That's what I'm saying, man. Okay. All right. This is some lyrics that you probably said it when you was younger. You probably heard the song and didn't think twice of it. But I mean, it's just mm. some lyrics that I just. I mean, it's no NFL segment, Raj. But it's some, some very <laughs> calm down. Some very interesting choice of words from Nas in that um uh, in that mm. ass shaking track. That's all. Okay, that's all I got there. Oh, uh, a couple of things we want to talk to. We got a couple of big stories this week. Let me just start with this one, man. Uh, um, so we talked a lot about um, we and I'm, I'm just gonna keep calling Botham because it's the only way I really know how to pronounce it, even though it may be wrong. You know, R.I.P. <laughs> to the boy um but some extras there a little bit about what happened man so obviously over the weekend it came out that uh mr gene's former neighbor the guy who testified against amber geiger his name's joshua brown got murdered two days after the amber brown uh i mean the amber geiger trial and um a lot of people came out immediately like man this is set up man them people they killed him um some other people that I, I heard some opinions said they thought it was white supremacists who did it. Like, 
who to get back at him for for testifying. So it was a lot of things, man. Did y'all hear either one of did either one of y'all hear any of those narratives being spun right afterwards? Of course, of course, uh, people thought you know the police did. They said you know the police had it done or something like that. Of course, they did. I mean, I honestly, I didn't see it. I didn't physically see it, but I think a lot of what you see on you know social media and whatnot is uh, in immediate reaction. Mm-hmm. Uh, and mm-hmm. and those are like the two immediate reactions that I had. I just don't post my immediate reaction. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, so I don't, I don't know. I guess I didn't see it, but I, but I thought it. You know, <laughs> like I was like, oh damn, it could be white supremacists. Oh damn, it could be the setup. You know, like, but I don't, you know, I don't know what it was. I just know I thought it. Yeah, man, and and I mean, we had an opportunity to talk about it um, on Sunday when we was watching the game. You remember that? Uh, shout out this podcast brought to you by Jay Harry. Um, oh, yeah. was and we was talking about it, and that man was like, "Remember when y'all was saying that that whoever shot into the car and killed that little girl in East Houston or, and whatever?" And we mm-hmm. was like, "Oh, it was a white a white dude in a truck," and we all was yeah. sitting in Houston like, "Nah, nah, uh, uh-uh. uh, that's that's that don't sound right." <laughs> nope, we didn't. Nope. Yeah. And the same way, uh-huh. Juicy Smoulet. Like you, you hear stories and you're like, mm-mm, juicy, nope, mm-mm, that didn't happen. <laughs> that, that, nah. that ain't that ain't true. Like that's the same fact feeling that we all had. Like it's like, nah, it's probably not a white supremacist. Probably not the police being very reckless and going kill this guy right after. It's probably like, not two days after. Like, come on, man. Yeah, probably not. That's a, that's a little fast. Yeah. So, uh, it basically came out that, um, I mean, the police came out right afterwards and said the rumor shared by community leaders that Mr. Brown's death was related to Amber Gargoyle trial and that the Dallas PD was responsible are false. We encourage these leaders to be mindful because their words may jeopardize the integrity of the city of Dallas and the Dallas PD. So they came out and said that. And then, you know, they picked up some people today. Um, Jaquarius Mitchell, age 20, Michael Mitchell, age 32, Thaddeus Green, age 22, allegedly traveled from Alexandria, Louisiana to purchase <laughs> a few drugs from Mr. Brown in the parking lot of a Dallas apartment complex. They say Mr. Brown, Joshua Brown, the witness, I mean, the guy who was on the stand, um, like Mitchell, um, who was it? Um, who was it? Let me think. Green got out the car and they they got into some kind of little altercation. Mitchell yeah. hopped out the car too, and Brown said, "Get back in the car!" and shot that man in the chest. And in retaliation, <laughs> Green shot Brown twice in the legs. One went through and through. The other one went hit him in the leg and then bounced up and hit vital organs. And that's how he died. Um, yeah, and then they they sped off in the car. Police confiscated twelve pounds. Of marijuana in that man house, 149 grams of THC cartridges, and $4,157, not to be confused with $52, in cash from Brown's apartment. Um, yeah. It explains a lot, though. I just, know, I just don't know why, why the plug got to be in Dallas. Alexandria <laughs> to Dallas, that's... That's like that's six hours, you know what I'm saying? Like um, maybe nah, maybe five hours. Why yeah, the it is. Gotta be all yeah, the way no, it's probably Dallas. about five hours. I would think that's closer than Houston. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's about five hours. I said six, and I corrected myself yeah. and said five. It's about five hours, but that's still a long way for the plug. I got plugs in Louisiana. Maybe, 
Oh. I don't know. What is, what That's is, when he knows somebody at. It's cheap over there. We get him for seventeen five over there. You heard? I don't know that. I was just about to say. Yeah, I was just about to say seventeen five. <laughs> we'll get him cheap. Want him pack for cheap? You know what I'm well, saying? It just made sense to me that a dude who who is testifying against the police or wear a Pokemon shirt to the to the uh, what you call the trial it makes sense for him to be selling dope while he after like while while he's doing that. Like, while yeah, I don't even want to go to court if I'm selling big dope. <laughs> I'm not testifying. No, yeah, I know, that right? He in that. He in that. Point, dummy. I'm looking at this like, picture. Come on, man. I'm looking at this <laughs> picture. He in there like day. pointing at like you know like a, a, a apartment <laughs> complex. You know, like showing like how it happened with with eight hundred pounds of weed in the uh, in the house. <laughs> like just keep that's, his that's just sitting on his chest. Man, hold yeah, on, I got a whole bunch of dope. At the 12, house. 12 pounds of weed, bro. Not eight hundred pounds of weed. Stop. Man, them cartridges, them them cartridges weigh. One hundred forty nine of them cartridges. Them cartridges weigh, bro. That's don't don't sleep. It's not They're not like Sega cartridges. They're not big. They little cartridges, like what you put in a jewel bin. I bet you got, but you got extracted wax. How many? How much? <laughs> yes. I would like to know how much weed how many it would take. How trees he down? How much weed yeah. it would take to make one cartridge? Come on, man. Come on. Not man. a pound. Man, how crazy are you? Oh, you man. were crazy enough to wear a Pokemon shirt to court. So is That's it, how crazy? So if was he selling like this, the the THC cartridges in them vape pens that been giving people that lung disease though? He he might be. Shit was I definitely believe he. Good. That shit had corn oh, syrup. He in might. It. <laughs> hey, that boy really got that boy got sick. He went took. He made he made oh. he made fifty cartridges in a hundred and something. So in other words, y'all saying the boys from Alexandria saved some people some <laughs> some lung Ain't that disease. Some shit. <laughs> That bet that weed was good though. <laughs> man, oh man, too soon yeah, I think. Good, too though. soon, but he not bought them jeans. But then too, I mean, whatever. But the, I think the the funny part to me was how the, his homeboys was like, "All right, look, we gonna drop you off at the hospital. Mm-hmm. We gonna take the gun and the mm-hmm. weed, nigga, and the money. <laughs> and the weed, and we nigga. out. <laughs> they took the gun that they shot the homeboy with. I want that gun too. I'm about to go yeah. sell that gun. Yes, with yeah, a body on. It shit. ain't got a body hey. on it because my homeboy gonna live. Okay, so the yeah. police said they went. Shout to, out Nipsey Hussle. They they followed Nipsey Hussle plan to the T. Yeah, right. Nigga. So the police said they went <laughs> over there and <laughs> you stupid. So the police said they went over there and on that on blue laces, huh? That is, yeah, that, yes. that is blue laces. Yeah. I'm driving now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm I got the weed. We ain't seen nothing. We were passing through. No, absolutely. Hey. No, they was listening to blue laces. Now he said, "Better yet, don't say shit. Don't yes. say nothing." <laughs> Wow. I'm gonna drop you around the back and slide. Listen, I'm gonna hold the money in the weed till you get back online. If you haven't heard Blue Laces two on Victory Lap or read this story <laughs> about this this murder, go read them. Same thing. <laughs> Same thing. They no, I mean the like thing to verbatim. Yes. Same thing. Yes, that's why when I, when I said, "Oh, that boy's been listening to Nipsey." Head. Absolutely, lost. You're not wrong when you're right. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, um, but. The police chief or whomever it was said that they all gonna they they um went to the hospital, the dude who was in the hospital and they arraigned him, they're gonna arraign him on capital murder. Um so my my thing is as a black as a people, I thought one very important thing they said was we need to be out here trying to find his killer just as much as we needed to find who killed Botham Jean and we need justice for both of them. But how does justice work in America? They probably gonna get Capital murder, forty year sentences for killing that dude. Oh yeah, and oh, yeah. Amber Geiger got ten years. 
That's all I'm saying. Basically, they go the basically they gonna give that man capital murder. And they gave. They're gonna give all gun. three. No, no, no. They're gonna give that. I, I don't want you. Listen, Raj. I want you to finish that point, but I want you to think about what I just said. They're gonna give that man who just was riding with him to go pick up that weed. Oh man, I got a little mm-hmm. hoe in Dallas too. I ride with y'all boys. Mm-hmm. And he in the backseat mm-hmm. cooling. He see them boys scuffling. He get out the car like, "Hey, bro, man, come on, man, y'all chill out." Fuck, old boy, shot him in the chest. Mm-hmm. And that man fell back in the wheel. They went, dropped him to the hospital, and that man is going to get a capital murder charge. And that's what I'm saying. That yeah. man is going to get capital murder, which is messed up. And Amber not lowercase upper. Okay. I, I don't understand why you have to jump in my joke. <laughs> oh, oh, that was like, I didn't know you was going there. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you I knew I was it. going there. No, I really didn't. I swear to God. I swear to God. He did. Hey, Raj, he did. No, he no, one hundred percent. You knew did. I was going there. If I he knew, did. if he I did. knew, if I knew, I would have wouldn't have said it. But the, I think the second thing is they, they might try to come back and retry and be like, oh well, since he was selling dope, his word ain't no good. The lady might get 40, 43 uh, days in jail and be out. Right. So I mean, all of that is. They might try to. Yes, I, I mean, if you expected to get, I didn't. I don't know exactly what capital murder is. I'm looking at it right now. Capital murder is murder punishable as the most serious category of felony. They don't get no more serious because it's the most serious. Like that man going away for a long time, and to be honest with you, like since you said what you said, I think Amber Gagas should probably look at some capital murder too. You know what I'm saying? Like that's like less. That's more capital murder than what that man did. So, now she got cursive murder, so that's only like ten years. Cause I'm telling you, it's different. It's, it's different levels, man. Um, it's it's a lot to consider, man. But look. A lot of people, you know, it's funny when I posted the thing last week and uh, and I had that picture of y'all two and I was like, who would you rather be, Los, or would you rather be Raj? And uh, <laughs> and I was like, what was happened? People was all in my in my inbox like, I'd rather be Raj because look, Amber Gaga got that ass. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. We got to do better, man. You know who had them hams they okay. said? Um, Sandra Bland. She had them Sandra Bland. Can we even talk about that at this point? No, man. You wild. Man, we just you talking about... You was just, you was just hands, laughing man. it up. We was talking about Joshua Brown getting killed. But now, oh, I can't talk about Sandra Bland. I don't talk about Sandra Bland. <laughs> he said, I don't want to talk about Sandra <laughs> That's not disrespectful to say Sandra Bland had them hams. She might have had briskets. <laughs> Pork rolls. That's that's all I'm saying. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, in a row. But so, in a row. So, so when me and Los was out the other day, a uh, we started having a conversation about, well, some other people was trying to act, converse with us about the Amber Gaga thing. We were saying, look, we do a podcast. Like, oh, what is it about? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, we talk about current events. And I said, um, the hug, the hug thing came up. Mm-hmm. And it was like some really good intel I got from um, the other party. They said, listen, it's not our place to talk about how other people grieve. Mm-hmm. Like, and if the brother wants to grieve by hugging that woman, we as a black people or we as a people in general can't put our political or our societal, like what we want to happen on that man to make mm-hmm. him do it. Yes. And I was like, you know what? You're right. Makes sense. Big facts. Yeah. However, the judge, Judge Tammy Kemp, 
Tamamines. Yeah, that's wrong. We got problems with that. <laughs> we got problems with that. Yeah. And, and 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 the little police officer later playing in our hell. <sighs> I want to out of line. I, I want to play some uh, audio from Judge Kemp right quick. And then she said, "But I don't even have a Bible. I don't own a Bible. I don't know where to begin." And I said to her, well, I'll get one for you. Do you understand that people view this as that's not your role and responsibility when you have that robe on for the betterment of the people of Dallas County? That that's no, why you're not supposed to. I do not. Ms. Geiger asked me for a hug. And I'm embarrassed to say that she had to ask me twice. I never asked Ms. Geiger to pray. And contrary to popular opinion, I did not pray with her. She will forever be the murderer of Botham John. How she carries that thus forward depends on how we receive her. And as a Christian, I believe I'm commanded to offer her love and compassion just as Brant John did. That's that's how she feel. That's how she feel. That's how she feel. I, I mean, honestly, I know black. A hug, I know black women stronger than that. I know black women that's like, "Ma'am, get out of my get out of my court." Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like no, I would tell your mom, tell your mama to get you a Bible. You ain't had no Bible before. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you ain't. That man, that man was eating ice cream, reading uh the forty third song, forty I mean, twenty third songs, and you shot him. You don't worry about no Bible then. While you were sexting, <laughs> trying to get that, trying to butt up somebody, corner uh, corn a cop. <laughs> Fuck you! You get no fucking Bible. So you saying that most of the most of the black women Raj would that you know, like older black women would have been like, get on, get on somewhere, bro. I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about, yes, I know, like no doubt, like I mean, I'm thinking about specific people, but yes, like they'd be like, I mean, I don't know, no, I don't, I ain't never heard of no judge hugging anybody anyway, especially yeah, after a, a, a guilty conviction. I never heard of that before. Of a murder trial, nah. That's that's yeah. something that's weird to me. Like I mean, to to me, I'm with y'all boys on this one. That's very weird that like she just was out here hugging everybody in the courtroom, mm-hmm. including the judge and the family of the victim. That's yeah. that is crazy. Can you imagine if Buddy would have came off the stand and hugged OJ? Right. I heard that one too. <laughs> it's like it's a whole like um no, but I mean really like Rumble started the podcast last week by saying that we too forgiven as a people, bro. Like, mm-hmm. we used to stuff happening to us as a people so much that we take so much stuff. I mean, Willie D, mm-hmm. you remember Congressman Willie D was talking about we shouldn't vote for anybody just because they um, used to rap. But he said, I need someone to ask Judge Kemp if she hugs black folks convicted of murder in her courtroom. That's all mm-hmm. I want to know. Does she have videos yeah. to show the same behavior for others? A close girlfriend of mine served time in prison, not for murder. She recently shared that when she was sentenced and heard her mother crying, she tried to turn her head and was threatened by the court officers. In this case, the black woman court officer was counseling Geiger as well. Don't tell me about no damn forgiveness. These evil murderers don't deserve public displays of forgiveness. Keep that shit between you and God. Get the hell out of here. I was like, okay. I might. All right, right, Willie D. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Huh? <laughs> I hear that. Jesus Christ. I hear that, man. Um, you know, we got to be conscious of stuff like that that happens in our community. Hold people accountable and at least share light on it because share light on it because these things happen all the time, man. So we just got to make sure that, you know, 
that we we holding people accountable at all at all turns, man. But let me get it. Go ahead, go ahead. No, I want to. I just. I, I mean, I, I feel like this is very shareable. I found it mm-hmm. on a very non-reputable website, but maybe that's where mm-hmm. you find a lot of your news at. Mm-hmm. I just read that there's some speculation that Botham Jean and Amber Gaga was hooking up. Now I don't know how true that is, mm-hmm. but wouldn't that be some shit? That was like an initial thing that they said when it first started happening. Like they thought mm-hmm. that they might have been smashing. Yeah. But I don't know. They they paint Botham Jean like he was like singing church choir songs, and I mean not to say that he church just, people can't be wild. Every, I was about to say, yeah, yeah, he probably was wild, but he loved everybody. Everybody loved him. He was just such a great soul. That's the yeah. first black man that died. They did that too, though. Too, you know. I'm surprised they didn't pull out the packs. Hey, they I thought they was going. I thought they was going to raid Brown House, put some weed out of Brown House, and put it up in uh, Botham Boham House. Well, they said Botham was on that weed too. They was they was they was trying to say that during the uh, during the, the testimony he, trial and stuff too. So there's a whole. He bunch got of it from things. Brown. Yeah. How do you think he got that shit? Brown, you said like, that Botham was on that weed. <laughs> I think so. The weed man right there. I'm, yeah, I'm saying Joshua Brown. Like yeah yeah absolutely I mean but I mean I don't know if that's his dog or if that's just somebody who lived on the hall. The weed man saw that man get shot, not necessarily his boy. Can you let me you let me see somebody black down the hall from me? I'm hollering now. I'm gonna be like, what's good? You know, like I know, like what's good? I don't know what you're, you're doing in there. You're I'm absolutely right. Say hello. I was a I was about to say how you know yeah. this wasn't an all black like apartment complex. Amber Geiger lived there too. I'm tripping. Right. So yeah, you're right. You're right. It was a you're right. Yeah. You're right. Them boys knew. Them boys dapped each other. Every time they pass, whoa. Yeah. Hey, hey, you need some? I got you. No brown wild. You got you got packs in your house. You gonna come out? Hey, I saw the whole thing, officer. What? <laughs> hey man, let's 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 hear get a word from our sponsors, man. So five young Xavier alumni have come together to create the Black Coffee Company, man. Y'all visit theblackcoffeecompany.com to check out their art, apparel, and uh, definitely their coffee. With five unique blends of Colombian, Brazilian, Ethiopian, and Peruvian coffees, these brothers are giving you some of the best java from around the globe and some food for thought as well. These fellas aren't only distributing quality coffee. They preach the major tenets of entrepreneurship, financial freedom, and community empowerment. Uh, the whole movement is dope, but don't take my word for it. Visit theblackcoffeecompany.com and see what all the fuss is about. The Black Coffee Company. Coffee for the culture. If you're looking for some coffee and they want to be black, black coffee company. <laughs> so uh, I'm, I'm just saying this on air. I don't know. It's getting some traction right now. We got about a month out till homecoming. Best friend weekend phase 3.15. Look like it might be a little a little thing, man. Not not a whole best friend weekend, but it look like New Orleans might be a thing that weekend. We working out some specs. I mean, the black coffee company hit us up with a with a with a proposal to put some stuff together for homecoming. Um, it might be a thing, man. So we'll keep y'all posted if anything materializes in that direction. It look like it might be. 3.15 because it's the 15-year anniversary of our class. That's why I won five in case you wanted to know. Oh, I was man. thinking March thing, 15th. Man. I'm like, damn, that's a long time away. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Not that weekend. But it's gonna be that's going to be happening in New Orleans. And I wanted to talk about another story that took place in New Orleans, man. The um, reputable St. Aug, St. Aug's football team had a had a bit of a um, oh, yeah. had a bit of a thing take place, right? A couple of um, I, maybe a coach and the whole team they led a chant, and it was either against um, Brother Martin or John Curtis. That's kind of debatable about what happened, but they were in the locker room. The the football team was in the locker room, and um, basically, you know, do I have the audio? 
Yeah, go ahead, play that audio. All I got is two hands, two bags, knocking this shit loose, knocking this shit loose. I got two hands, two bags, this the whole, this the whole. So I, I, I had the original audio before. This was just kind of like I got the two best hands. one that I could find. Yeah. <laughs> two pads, two hands. Knock a nigga shit loose. Knock a nigga shit loose. That shit, that shit got me hyped. I ain't gonna lie. They said it's all shit. Who shit? This all shit. They was. Hey, hey, that's that's sports, man. Come on, man. Are we back on? What we talking about? You're talking, Los. Yes. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't know if you. That's sports, bro. So, do we need to tell you if you're talking? No, no. I thought you were about to say something else about the audio. Anyway, um, that, that's sports, bro. So, I mean, and then, too, let's, let's just be completely honest. The whole stadium heard them boys screaming and shit, dog. <laughs> as loud as they were. They ain't the, it's not the first time those people heard him, the athletic director, all the people heard that. Kids talk way worse than that uh, on a daily basis. It's not the end of the world because they're trying to knock a nigga shit loose during the football game. I think with everything going on in New Orleans, at least, you know, that's to let them kids get their frustration out on the field instead of in the streets. Let the nigga knock people shit loose inside those lines, and then they can go back to being Catholic little boys and girls, well, little boys, whatever they do in Catholic. So I disagree that uh, people, everybody okay. heard that and everybody knows exactly what they're saying. I staunchly disagree. They were doing on the field. Nah. They was on the field at one point. Uh-uh. Uh, they had one video uh-uh. that was on the field. Well, I didn't see that one. They, they was doing it in the locker room, and the locker room don't necessarily be right under the stadium or nothing. So I don't. I disagree that it's that everybody knew that was a thing. They knew they said some shit. They knew they cursed. The issue becomes, it was like the school president said he's shocked and embarrassed that such blatantly offensive language would be used yeah, at any that. school event. The behavior displayed in the video is indefensible and runs counter to our core values and our commitments to serving young men and their families. I mean, the Josephite Catholics found the school. So, um, so it was like, you know, kind of that Christianity part of it um, as well. So, I mean, just kind of FYI, um, they fired the they fired the coach. So, oh, he knew that. Yeah, yeah. Escaped, yeah. So and now, let me, go ahead. You gotta you gotta clean that shit up. You know what I'm saying? Like, like mm-hmm. I, I feel you. I'm I'm look like honestly, this shit get me hype, and it's just yes. everybody can't say that word. You know, and like I really don't think that. I I just think that you could clean it up a little bit without saying that. Like it's all good. I'm cool with it. But if somebody is not cool with it, then it's a problem. So you should have known that, especially as a, especially like as a, a leader of children, like you shouldn't, that you probably shouldn't be, that shouldn't be your chant, to be honest with you. That's how I feel about it. I think it's a dope chant, but it's not, that's not what you should be doing. There's a, there's a lot of things that, um, and I, and I, I agree with you, Raj, in that sense that, but the head coach wasn't in there. Obviously he knows what they, they get them boys hype and he just walked out of there probably. Like he probably wasn't. Like involved with it, um. There's two two aspects that I really want to talk about with this. Um, first is just kind of like it's holding black people to a different standard for using the n word. Like I like me and my mom are gonna have this conversation on the podcast. We already kind of started talking about it. It's gonna be a thing. It's gonna be dope. Uh, but just that idea that, and I remember this specifically when I used to coach football. That they would get a 15 yard. They'd be like 15 yard penalty. I'd be like, what happened? Uh, they cursing on the field. What did he say? He he said nigga. Come on, man. Yeah. He not he didn't yeah. he didn't he didn't say um like disp- like fuck you. He said good good play, nigga. And yeah. and and it's a penalty because I I just like I literally it burns my boot in. It boils my motherfucking <laughs> blood 
when people like try to say that when black people use the n-word when niggas say nigga that you support like it's oh no 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 it's cursing that's so a bad offensive. thing like no yeah. stop that i get why it's bad Raj. so i do agree with you but it still boils my blood when people are like try to hold black people to that standard like that no no you can't it's basically saying you can't say it either I just think from a, I just feel like a it's, macro, it's a room full of niggas. A, Why are you upset, bro? They ain't got nothing to do with nobody but them kids in their room getting hyped. Why are you mad? Room full of niggas saying nigga. I just don't <laughs> so know if all... I mean, I don't know St. Aug. Everybody that I know from St. Aug is black, but I also didn't know St. Aug was a Catholic school. So I just assumed that they got one, you know, scraggling white guy on the team that can't chant. Like, you can't. Like, I'm, <laughs> I know they got... So if, got and no let's say he, if he is on the team and he trying... He either got to use a substitute word, hitter, or something like that. <laughs> Bigger, cousin, you know, like partner. Like he got to use something else. Or else they got somebody on that team that's looking for him to say it. And I just think that that's a problem. And I, and I think from a macro level, I feel you, Elder. I feel you. I, don't, I, I, I think that there is something wrong with saying that we can't say it either. And then actually having the power to fire somebody about it. You know, it's not just mm-hmm. like a slap on the wrist. Like that man lost his job. Yeah. Um, but I still think you got to clean it up. Like that's the worst that could happen. You got to be careful. You know, like you have to be careful when you're in a position of power like that. Like you, you can't just let everything slide. Well, I just feel like, I mean, I get, I, I get when it hit the news, you know, you have to, I guess you got to go start, you know, doing stuff then. My thing is it, it just wasn't those kids. It, a lot of people heard that before. It was somebody they probably beat, got mad and like, oh, look what they're doing in the locker room. And turn it in a newspaper trying to make a story out of nothing, man. Who cares if they're in there saying knocking nigga shit loose? Like, for real. I'm sure it's other schools that say way worse. There's nobody in there recording that hasn't gotten out yet. That's my whole thing about it. You take them. I mean, I, I get I get the whole when you the, the face of the school, you got to, okay, we fired him. I get that. But, dang, man. It, it, I just feel like somebody made that for no reason. Made it bigger than what it really, really is, dog. Yeah, all no of that. Yeah, And I, I get what you're saying, Los, but that's probably... I mean, the fact that you do coach like football, I would think I would hope that you understand that you you'll get your black ass fired too for that. Like, I just want I you. To, that, I just I want you. To, have, I want you to understand I, that unequivocally, yes. they will fire you. No, I, I get that. I know I get why he got fired. And plus, two, I wouldn't have a whole bunch of Hispanic kids and Asian kids saying knocking nigga shit loose. But if it's a whole bunch of black kids, you can't not, do it either. Is my point. This, I'm not saying no. I'm not saying I would make that that chant up. But I'm saying because they were doing it, 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 it's not that bad. What, what's the big deal? So what if they didn't have no cause? Okay, so that said, okay, so, so we're mad because they're saying the I don't. I don't want you to dig it's yourself a, a deeper hole with that because I don't think I, I. I don't know what you're standing on right there. That is a big. It's a big deal from a standpoint Why? of that fact that that hit the news and the media. And that's kind of the point I want to get at, Los. I don't think it's a big deal behind closed doors, but I think it's a big deal when a little snitch-ass kid or coach or whoever recorded Video, it yeah. put that thing on social media. Yes. Like, that, that's that the part. other thing that yeah. kills it. I understand that part. Yeah, like, you I can say that. whatever you want. Like, I've listen, I've said the most ridiculous thing to kids while I was coaching them. Like, pulled them on the side and said the wildest stuff. I don't. Yeah, and that's fine. You don't have to. Like, but I, I have. And the thing is that there ain't no video of me telling a kid, man, get in there. Knock yeah, that nigga shit yeah, off. You like, yeah. I'm, I'm not, like, hey, now, that's no one thing you can't do. Yeah, you, you can't do that now. You, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. I just I just don't like it. I just I ain't want to, I guess for me, I understand why you had to fire the man. I get I get all that hit the new. I understand that. I just didn't want that man to lose his job because he was out there amping them kids. So Raj, you know what this man reminded me of? It reminded me of Steve Gleason. Mm-hmm. Like 
how they were doing the Steve Gleason documentary. For those of y'all out here who don't know, they were doing the Steve Gleason documentary for the Saints when he had ALS. And uh, during that documentary is when they overheard Greg Williams saying, hit hit the head, affect the head. You know what I mean? All of that yeah, other stuff. And he, the, oh, kill, 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 kill the head, the body of dies. Yeah. It's the same thing where it's somebody in the locker room recording something that they shouldn't or catching something mm-hmm. that they shouldn't. And then that getting out and becoming a big thing. And I mean, I feel like it's 100% the same thing in New Orleans. That 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 story just came to mind. I thought that. You know, I know we. That, that's funny that, that you. That's funny that you bring that up because if that's the same thing as that, then um, what's old boy name from the Clippers would still have his team, right? Donald Sterling. Donald Sterling would still be the owner of the Clippers, if you know, like I'm saying, like just based on those, based on that, like if they wasn't recording him and he wasn't talking about bringing niggas to the game and stuff, then well, he never said. I don't even think he said nigga though, right? I think he just said. Oh no, I'm, I know <laughs> it, it don't matter what he said. Like yeah, when, once you yeah, I mean it was de- still derogatory the way that he was yeah. referencing him, uh-huh. but I'm just I'm just saying it's still like he got caught on tape. If he yeah. didn't get caught on tape, and this is like I guess a little bit to Los's point. If they were screaming at and nobody knew about it, and it was yeah. just it was something that the football team, like the soror- the the um the fraternity or the football team, got together, then it probably would have never went went where it went, and we'd still be you know like we wouldn't even be talking about this right now. But they got you caught. Still knocking nigga shit loose. They got caught. You think and that you, know if, you think that if a coach if the players were the only ones sharing and the coach wasn't leading it, it would have been the coach would still got fired. Yes. Because okay. like because Telosis because mo- Telosis point the coach know about what they doing is like the coach don't know that mm-hmm. oh shit I didn't know that chance no I Not know fact. your chance and and yeah, and all that to say is is for the people coming behind this guy um, pause they need to they need to you know like recognize that you can't just do what you want to do like you you do have to comply sometimes you know like sometimes you gotta like watch yourself especially as a black man. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot to be said for that. And I, I mean, I think it's two, like I said, two the two biggest issues that I walked away from this story with is one, that idea of policing black people using the N-word. And conversely, the, the other issue of that viral social media, shut the hell up, don't be recording everything culture that we in, that those two things kind of put together is where we end up with a situation like this. Because those two things kind of coalesce to become the bigger problem here that yeah you're doing it and you probably shouldn't be doing it um or we like if neither one of if either one of those two things wasn't there if we recording it and it's not some crazy stuff he's fine if you're not recording it and it is some crazy stuff you're fine you know, but both you know, of those things got to be taking place in you know that yeah it's not necessarily a perfect storm yeah. in 20, 2019 cuz everything I, gets recorded so i think as a i think as a coach sure. i think especially as a coach of uh, mm-hmm. black men i don't know i don't mm-hmm. I, you know i know how i would want to be coached and i know i have been coached you got to tell me some stuff that's going to make me uncomfortable so lo she said something like man i don't, i never pulled a kid aside and said some wild shit you need to say some wild shit to a child tomorrow <laughs> No, hey, listen up, guys. Listen up, guys. I would never say anything wild to a student athlete in my life. No, not all the time. Not all the time, but I need to know. I need to know. Like, I feel like there's a there's like a, a um kind of a um communist style of coaching that's yeah. okay every once in a while where I could a coach could tell me, man, you know what? If you turn the ball over one more time, I'm 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 beating you up. I'm kicking your ass. Yes. 
And yeah. then you're not going to turn the ball over no more because you don't want to get beat up by your, your, your big bad coach. Like, what a, I'm not a, saying that that's the perfect analysis, but like, and you got to still be careful with that too. But I still think that there's room for that in coaching and, and not just being, you know, being um, coddlers. You don't have to be a coddler. I mean, the point that I really wanted to make there was just this, that the use of the of knock a nigga shit loose when there's a room full of all black men, all black young boys talking about another person. It does. It is a bit cringeworthy to be like, come on, dog. Y'all ain't got to. I don't like to hear a bunch of black boys saying that like, like. Had they, had they have been like they go and play Brother Martin or John Curtis and let's say it was white, but knock them crackers shit loose. Like it would have, not to say it would have flowed the same, but it almost is kind of self-deprecating to be like knock a nigga shit. Like I can hear it from an older black person's perspective to be like knock those niggers. Like, like oh, that's ingrained in you. Knock these other niggas self-hate, that type of thing. So I can see how, I can see all of the the, the sides to this. It's just unfortunate that it ended up here man they got one more big story that i definitely want to get to before we get out of here and it's the bet awards that um i think are airing like now because we're recording on tuesday but uh you know raj you said you wanted to talk a little bit about this so here i'm clearing the lane man i mean i need i need (laughs) of course i need participation with this i just i honestly i think the, the number one outfit that i that i saw um you know recently was the baby you know, the baby had on a Gucci suit, but it was like sleeveless with, of course, the matching pants, a top hat, and then all of the accessories that you could potentially have. You know, like every single accessory, every single big chain and pendant and all of that. And that just made me think. One, it made me think, am I doing enough if I want to be famous to be famous? Because that's what famous people do. But I'm also thinking like a regular person, what would I wear? To the award show, specifically the BET Awards. What would I wear to the BET Awards? And once we get past that, I'd want to know what I'd wear. Or I'd want to. I kind of want to talk through what y'all would wear to like the Grammys or the 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 ESPYS. You know what I'm saying? Like like the I guess more of a a white award show. <laughs> well, before I answer that, or before y'all answer that, because I let y'all you know whatever. I've been that 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 Kirk album has been in heavy 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 rotation all week. I just want to let y'all know that. <laughs> Must have heard I was broke from a broke nigga. Must have heard I'm a hoe from a hoe. Like yeah, that thing. Yeah, I didn't I didn't like that man. Um, little little outfit that why is it dapper man on the back and on the, yeah, that, on the that, that, that was the worst part about it. That was that was bad. I will say that, you know that, that damn big though after well he not from. New York, never mind. I, the Dapper Dan, that's huge, Gucci. I will say this. Okay, yeah, the Dapper Man thing on the back was trash. Yeah, I don't I don't know what it said. It might have said Dapper Man. It might have said Dapper Dan. All I know is this. The suit was fire. I thought it was nice. Like, I thought it was yeah, something that I could potentially Dapper. wear, but I wouldn't wear it sleeveless. Like, why Why you had to... Why we, why we got to do too much? Like, why we always got to go and take something that's fire and, like, wear it without a shirt underneath, like last year, or... Wear sleeveless, like just wear the suit. The suit was nice, and I feel like I would want to wear something like that. Like now that I'm saying it, now that I'm thinking about it, I wouldn't do a top hat, but I feel like I would want to wear like something crazy, but that fits me well. You know, I'm all about the idea of a sleeveless suit. Like when Odell wore the sleeveless suit to the SPs the other day, I'm 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 all about that. So sleeveless suit. 
Whatever. That's not what I'm wearing at the BET Awards, though. What are you wearing at the BET Awards? I'm wearing some some eccentric pants. Some very eccentric pants. I mean, but y'all know eccentric pants are my style. And I'm going to have like some kind of floral daddy, plaid daddy, some kind of print that's going on, some zebra something, with a, probably a solid daddy shirt and um, some fire kicks to go with it, all of the jewelry accessories. And that's how I'm coming to the BT Awards. How much I mean, that's, jewelry that's, accessories? And what color jewelry? Um, so I'm thinking like ice, not gold, ice. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking ice. Yeah. Um, real understated, but ice, some icy pieces. Um, I, I don't see no head. Or maybe a headband. Maybe a little headband going. I could maybe do something with that. Um, that sounds like about what time it is. But yeah, that's that's how I'm coming. It's still kind of summertime. That's how I'm coming for the BT Awards. That's what I got for you, man. Los? Mm. Black pants, black shirt, little jewelry, just a watch, couple chains, five kicks. Nothing too crazy. So you're going, you're going simple? Yeah. You thinking about this as Los or you thinking about this as famous Los? <laughs> I said some juice. Like I, I have some ice, some ice ass shit, but I still will be, I, my shit be more like some, some Birdman type shit, like real cool. Not too, too, too crazy flash. Not my, my jewelry be regular though. Just nice, nice little cool fire ass chain, fire watch. I don't do rings and all. I wouldn't do rings and all that. So change fire watch the rings. <laughs> Five nah. stuff stuff. <laughs> nah, under my eye, under my eye. But uh, something real cool and simple, man. I wouldn't be too crazy. I think I'm going. I think I'm going like with a mixture of. I like the way that Russell Wilson suits fit him, but I would go much crazier patterns on my suit. So I would always wear a suit where my pants and my top match most of the time. I, you know, of course, I could, I, could, I could switch it up. But I would also have crazy patterns on my suits. And I would wear shirts underneath my shit because I'm not, I'm not swole. But I guess if I was famous, I would be swole because I have time. <laughs> so that's what you wear to the BET Awards? To the BET Awards, I'll wear something super crazy. Like I'll wear a suit, but it'll be super crazy. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the real like. I don't really. I, I watched the BET Awards in like 2012, and it. That's what I'm I saying. Watched it again. So maybe Me I'll, neither, I haven't. I feel like, like Trina cousin. I feel like it's urban. That's why. I'm, that's why I didn't feel like I would need yeah. to put on a suit. I feel like I'd be overdressed in that bitch around all them cheering with, with a suit hmm. of any kind. I feel like that wild suit. I wear that thing to the ESPYS like because yeah, yes. like, you remember Kamara wore like a floral print suit to the ESPYS last year. The ESPYs or what's the the I don't know what's the the Grammys or Emmys what that's the same okay. thing. Okay, no, <laughs> well, no, they're not the same thing. But you're saying would I wear Oscars. the same thing? Would Oscars. I wear the same thing to the Oscars that I wore to the ESPYs? No, because the Oscars is like a black tie type event. So I'm gonna yeah, wear yeah, a traditional formal. black or tux white that, tux yeah. with something. This is it's gonna be killing the game. It's gonna be tapered, stupid. I'm gonna be killing it. Yeah, not yeah, a lot yeah. of ice fire. Fire lapel, yeah. nice watch, probably one of your best watches you got in the collection. Yeah, the whole that 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 I might have one piece of flair. I don't know what that would be. I might, but I might hit them with one piece of flair. Like my shoes might be black and white, like the old school Harlem Knights type something. But that's what I'm. That's how I'm coming at like one of them type of award shows. But Addy, uh, and like that, like I said, the BET Awards. I think that's coonery. Like, remember when Joe Button was about to fight the Migos? That was at the BET Awards. The boys just had on Migos shirts and, like, jeans or something, like... Tucked in with the belt. Yeah, I don't... I don't necessarily <laughs> think that people dress for that no more. 
Oh, yeah, I would be it. I don't you know. You can wear the Gucci. I don't you can wear the, you can wear the dapper sorry. thing. You can wear and the I dapper thing. We... Get dapper thing. Make it a jean jacket. The Gucci jean jacket with some red pants and no shirt on up in, or a shirt up on it with the big stupid ice and you coldest dude in there. And I think they call and I think we call it the BET Awards. This is BET Hip Hop Awards. So like even make oh, that delineation. Sure. This is the BET like, Hip Hop Awards. So I'm going like I probably like whatever the newest most exclusive supreme clothes or like something like that probably okay i'm with it but i'm thinking about if i'm thinking if i'm wearing like a suit you know like i guess i'm thinking yeah. that I, I i wouldn't so shout out to the baby for overdressing at the BT. for overdressing at the bt awards with no <laughs> sleeves or the suit yeah absolutely <laughs> absolutely that's what that's a bt hip-hop award there you go <laughs> um and just speaking of the bt hip-hop awards i took a, an opportunity to write down some of the awards i put five awards and the nominees, and y'all tell me who's gonna win, and we'll know by by the time we listen to this who won. Starting off, the um, best single of the year. Um, so the nominees are "Sicko Mode" by Travis Scott, "Old Town Road" by Lil Nas X, um, "Money" by Cardi B, "Suge" by The Baby, "Big Old Freak" by uh, Megan The Stallion, and "Act Up" by City Girls. What was the song of the year? Single sure. of the year. Gotta be old. T- gotta be old town, huh? And I was saying, Old, act up. Old Town ain't don't don't need don't deserve to be at the hip hop awards. And I was at, act no, up. No, you can't say that's a that's a black man. Los, I, say, I don't give a. I say, Roger, hold what off on that yours? argument. I say, hold off on that argument because you you'll have I'll, you'll have time to have that argument. Just hold off on that argument for right now because three of the five awards, Lil Nas X is uh, is um is in. The, the nominees for the awards, dog. Like, I'm going Shug by the baby. That's who should win that award. I think Act Up by act City up. Girls should win. Up, act up. Like that's my my uh, my person. A big old freak. But you got you got to get the the gate. I mean, uh, Nas X. How about Best Collab? Uh, a lot with Twenty One Savage and J Cole. Please me, Cardi B and Bruno Mars. Higher, <laughs> DJ Khaled and Nipsey and John Legend. Um, Drip too hard. Lil Baby and Gunna, Old Town Road, Lil Nas X and Billy Ray Cyrus. Oh my God. Uh, Sicko Mode, Travis Scott, and Drake. What's the best collab of the year? You know how Billy Ray Cyrus and Nas X? You know me. (laughs) Anything. I bet money on that. I put 50 on that. But anything with Drake in it should win to me because I don't feel like Drake gets his just due. He dropped hits and then they just fall off the map come award time. But I'm going to go with Cardi B and Bruno Mars, please me. I don't know. What, I actually, I I actually saw that. And I know who won. I don't know who needs to win. I don't know what award he needs to win, but um, Nipsey got to win something. Like I mean, Nipsey got to win something. They're gonna the win. lifetime. So yeah, it, gonna it might it might be that. Be, yeah. So the MVP of the year is either Cardi, DJ Khaled, Drake, J Cole, Megan, or Nipsey. They gonna get that Actually, one. Megan Thee Stallion is the answer, but <laughs> Megan Thee Stallion they is the answer to me. But yeah, get it Megan Thee Stallion won that award already. No, I don't know, but I think she's the answer for that award. MVP. I, mean, I just know Lil Nas X and Billy Ray won that last one, the collab award. I mean, okay. honestly, if we're going MVP of the year, I'm going Nipsey. Nip, that's the that's the award yeah, that's made yeah. for Nipsey. If we talk okay. about the most valuable. Yeah. He like gotta, Nipsey, yeah, he gotta get that. Died, you know what I'm saying? Like that's very valuable. A, y'all wasn't having a marathon summer, man. Y'all was having a hot girl summer. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> True. Yeah, but it's just the summer. The marathon. The marathon continues. I got you. Well played. <laughs> yeah, well fair. played. Um, our best new hip hop artist. And this one, I was like, wow, this is a lot of good people. Roddy Rich. I don't know who that is. Sorry. 
YBN Corday. How you pronounce that, Raj? That's it. YBN Corday. I know he dates um, Natalie Osaka. So I'm like, or oh, Naomi know. Osaka. I'm like, okay, he's kind of famous because of that. And I heard one of his songs, but neither one of them should win. The other people are Blueface Baby and uh, The Baby, Lil Nas X, and Megan Thee Stallion. Ooh, it's got to be between The Baby and Megan. The Baby. The Baby. The I Baby. Think, I, think, the baby. I think we creatures of the moment. The I think it's Megan. The Baby. I think it's Megan. I, I think we just creatures of the moment because that man killing it right now with his album killing it. And he had a good year, but I, he had I don't know. Right, yeah. Not, I think Megan most synonymous with the culture. But finally, album of the year. Astroworld by Travis Scott. Championships by Meek. Igor by Tyler. Father of Assad by DJ Khaled. And Cause I Love You by Lizzo. What? That's the choices? That's your five it's choices. It's either, uh, who the first, it's either Tyler or uh, who was the other one? It's Tyler. I love those. I mean, that's a, that's a tough one. I show yeah, you how much I, would, I don't really I would, like albums that much. Yeah, me neither. I, would, uh, I wouldn't have said Tyler at all. That, that would have probably, I, I'm like in my head, Lizzo is is important to people, so I'm thinking that's got a chance. But championships by Meek is what I would go with. Was fire, champion was fire. I probably man, I, you know what? You know what? I just want to give a. I, I mean, I, not that he'll ever notice, but thank thank you to for DJ Khaled for like putting putting together collaborations like just. Fire ass collaborations, and the only reason why I feel like that man don't win is because he's not that cool as a person. Like he, you know what I'm saying? Like he's just a big Hispanic dude that scream a lot on songs. Man, that's Hispanic, like fat, boy. and like that's not really like that cool. Like if he was, if if you take that same exact thing that DJ Khaled do and put it on somebody that's like more attractive than him like more socially <laughs> a- appealing than DJ Khaled is then easily DJ Khaled would be wrecking shit with them albums that he put out well, I mean, people love DJ Khaled and he is wrecking shit with them albums he go platinum or go each time well, well, I still I honestly kind of don't know if DJ Khaled is special needs or not to be honest with you I'm not trying to be funny but I'm like, saying I, DJ I, Clue did it though right didn't it they had a whole bunch of other people yeah. like man. Envy tried to DJ Envy tried to DJ do Envy tried to do that uh Oh, our uh, DJ uh, K, K Slay. K Slay, yeah. Now cue that and music I, up for nothing nice to say. Can you can't say, if you can't say uh, anything nice, don't say anything at all. If you can't say something nice, don't say nothing at all. Nothing nice to say, but I'll do nice. Ain't nothing nice. Yeah. So I wanted to talk about how, um, you know, we did the top rapper countdown a couple of weeks ago. And um, in my opinion, Snoop Dogg was the number one rapper of all time. And... This past week, he was at Kansas University at their Midnight Madness kickoff, getting ready for the basketball season. And he was out there with strippers and, well, stripper poles and money machines and doing all kind of stuff. And and this big uproar at Kansas about Snoop Dogg being on, a, on the court. Um, in the words of Paul Mooney, everybody want to be a nigga, but nobody want to be a nigga. So that happens all of the time when you pr- bring a successful black actor and then you expect him to act away and then he act like Snoop Dogg would act in it. Anyway, I wanted to go down that path, but then I kind of changed my mind because I just wanted to say this. I, I didn't want to say a lot. You've heard in the past me talk about uh, how we Michael Smith went to Loyola at around the same time that uh, we went to Xavier and how, you know, we kicked it with dude a couple of times out there. And uh, one of the best people as far as kind of like NFL and talking about that kind of thing and being on the networks and being on ESPN for all those years. Michael Smith is somebody that we'd be like, oh yeah, Michael Smith is what's up. So what we really, what just recently happened, he agreed, agreed to a buyout 
on a four-year, $10 million contract he signed with ESPN. And he's taken a deal um, as the exclusive executive vice president and chief content officer of a Hollywood-based startup, um, Collaboratory, a new L.A. studio startup focused on developing original content about sports and featuring athletes as storytellers. Collaboratory launched in February 2019 and is based in Culver City, California. So he's going from ESPN and he's leaving this $10 million contract and they bought him out, bought him out for him to go uh, work with this startup and be the executive vice president. So obviously he's, he's thinking about big moves and he's doing big things. But when I really think about it, Michael Smith was the host of SportsCenter like a year and a half ago. There might not be a bigger thing than being the host of SportsCenter. And I had to think about this. Is it taking a step up, step down, step to the left? Uh, I mean, maybe he's working for himself. So on some levels, it's it's a, it's, a, it's a positive move. But on most levels, it's a step down. And why is he having this step down? Because um, they teamed him up with Jamel Hill. And FYI, Jamel Hill just ruined that man's life. If you really think about it, he was on doing his thing on ESPN, killing the game. Everybody likes Michael Smith. Put him with Jamel. She can't keep her mouth closed about Trump. And now Michael Smith is... <laughs> Not at ESPN anymore. Listen, I ain't got nothing nice to say about when they let the women of your life run you completely out of house and home and job. So I won't say nothing at all. We ain't said Jamel's name on the podcast in a long time. I just want y'all to know Jamel Hill ruined that man's life. She did. <laughs> she ruined that man's life. Hey, I have not... Remember after that happened, they tried to get him on there, and they they, they gave him like a month and a half, maybe two, and they was like, you know what, hey man, come out of there, never mind, just we'll call you. We won't <laughs> call. Don't call us. We'll call you, right? Now I have really haven't seen him. Wow, that's crazy. It's a precipitous fall that that man went from from where he was to to Sugar where he is. Now. Yeah, I mean, and like I said, it sounds like a great opportunity, and maybe he's doing all kind of cool stuff there, but. Yeah, this is this is Jamel's fault. <laughs> I know as a kids and stuff. That's fine. I know as a podcast we uh, we like to to pick on Jamel, but I mean you know she went she went right on with her life doing whatever she doing, <laughs> but <laughs> with no know, problem. Yeah, but I don't know if she took that took into account the collateral damage she caused by going at Trump neck, but she left bodies in her wake. Wow. But it's a whole bunch of things, man. Look before we get out of here. Damn, Dillard, damn Lillard's still out here uh, catching bodies, man. And, uh, Shaq and him need to calm down because Shaq can't rap. I've said this again. <laughs> he need to calm down. Dog. Shaq went platinum, though. He did. These are big facts, man. <laughs> These are big facts, man. Look, it's a lot going on. But look, we recorded early so we could get out of here early, man. So look, in the words, in the immortal words of Aldo Nice, man, enjoy your weekend. Make it a best friend weekend. And we out. We'll catch y'all next time. Bow, 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 bow. Bang, bang. Big old lashes heavy. heavy. Shake that that shit like like jelly. jelly. Put, Put me, me on, on your plate, plate and slurp that, that shit up like spaghetti. Man, I make this shit look easy. I ain't trying, I just be me. I ain't never met a hoe I felt like I had to compete with. This the type of booty make a nigga drop his bitch. Wait, this the type of ass when I come home, he washing dishes. Uh, he want to ride on a horse. He need to give me the keys to the Porsche. I told him until you finish your dinner, 
I cannot let you leave off the porch. Boy, let me butter your corn on the cob. Boy, let me butter your corn on the cob. Boy, let me butter your corn on the cob. We give each other more neck than a bob. He like to put a little oil on my ass before he record, so I feel like a star. (laughs) Rolling like I'm Tina. Pussy Aquafina. Make this booty giggle like you Martin and I'm Gina. Hmm. Put me in designer. Uh. Let me meet your mama. Uh. If you got another bitch, don't put me in no drama. Ah. If you got another bitch, don't put me in no drama. (laughs) Yeah, cutting. She want to butter that corn on the cob, cutting.